Let's all stand together. We'll start with you this, this evening. We're going to sing the song, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, Let Nothing You Dismay. So sing it out with us. God rest you merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. welcome you to this unique evening of celebrating God's faithfulness and the message of Christmas down through the decades.
Down through the centuries, the story of the birth of Christ has echoed, bringing hope and light into many dark and trying times. In the 1960s, our country was dealing with the trauma of a presidential assassination and a cultural revolution. Even though this decade brought times of great despair, it also ended with the triumph of our nation landing a man on the moon. The news of that day, that first Christmas, was a census declared by Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered, each one in his own hometown. Joseph and Mary made the long, difficult journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem. The town was crowded and busy, and they found no place for lodging. During the 1960s, church choirs across America and around the world sang Christmas cantatas written by John W. Peterson. The most familiar song of those musicals expresses the thought that even today, men and women are hurrying here and there, wrapped up in their own busy worlds with very little room for Jesus in their lives. Double-digit inflation, rising interest rates, long lines at the gas pumps, a presidential resignation, 
an unelected president, and a born-again president from Georgia were all a part of the historical landscape of the USA in the 1970s. During this time, the gospel message of a Savior who came to save us from our sins continued to be proclaimed by pastors, evangelists, missionaries, co-workers, neighbors, friends, and relatives across the nation and around the world. A new contemporary Christian singer named Evie came on the scene, and she brought with her a new Christmas song, encouraging us to come on, ring those bells, light the Christmas tree. Jesus is the King born for you and me. God has always wanted us to go out and, like the shepherds from the Judean hillsides, spread the news that unto us is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. grand theme of the Christmas story. The angels brought tidings of great joy to the shepherds, but it was the star that brought our Savior to the attention of the wise men, and when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Oh, it's great. 
Gifts have always been a special part of the Christmas holiday season, especially for children. Slinkies, Legos, Easy Bake Ovens, Hot Wheels, Light Brights, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Star Wars action figures, Rubik's Cubes, and Pet Rocks were all popular gifts in the 70s, and by the 80s, we had graduated to Care Bears, Cush Balls, and Transformers. The 80s also brought about the beginning of the video game craze. Hopefully, each parent's harrowing task of finding the perfect gifts paid off when they saw their children's eyes light up with happiness. These gifts, and other more big-ticket items, however, pale in comparison to the greatest gift that was offered to us when God became a man so he might give to us eternal life. Oh,
Each decade seems to bring about the best and the worst of mankind, and the 80s were no different. From the horror of witnessing a presidential assassination attempt on national television, to the anxious climax of the decades-long Cold War, a grim undercurrent of worry existed alongside the era of cable TV, parachute pants, and power ballads. Our Savior also came during a time of great uncertainty and anxiety, while the nation of Israel nervously existed as an occupied people under the thumb of the totalitarian Roman Empire, it was to the small Judean city of Bethlehem that the King of Kings and Lord of Lords came as a helpless baby to bring hope to a darkened world. In his Christmas carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem, Philip Brooks proclaimed, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Lift up your hands, no need to mourn. His hand is stretched out still. For unto us a child is born, his promise to
In the 1990s, news began to travel across the globe at an astounding rate as the expansion of the internet brought about the dawning of the information age. Exciting new possibilities in the realm of communications emerged. Reports of happenings in one part of the world could now be transmitted in a matter of seconds and depending on the reported event could cause spontaneous celebration or great fear. Toward the beginning of the decade in the Middle East, a terroristic dictator emerged, and a short-lived war began. Toward the end of the decade, the world anticipated possible chaos of the Y2K debacle that never really came to fruition. In each era of history, parents have worried about what kind of world their children would know, and the parents of that first Christmas were no different. When the angelic pronouncement of the birth of Christ came to both Joseph and Mary, it was prefaced with these two words, fear not. Imagine what went through their minds as they anticipated the birth of Christ.
grew up during the early to the middle part of the 20th century can remember thinking of the turn of the century being something that began around 1900, yet the years turned into decades and a new century was soon on the horizon. So far, it has proven to be a century of almost unbelievable accomplishments in the field of technology, and yet still an age of both great hope and great fear. We have just closed the door on the longest war our nation has ever known, and have also been introduced to a worldwide pandemic. This old world is still following a course that Ephesians 2 tells us was set by Satan himself. Two words in that same biblical passage emerged that change our direction with a hope that is beyond description, but God. It is a God who is rich in mercy and who possesses a great love for all mankind. That God entered our world through the person of Jesus Christ, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And that night in Bethlehem, a baby changed everything. Teenage girl, much too young, unprepared for what's to come. A baby changes everything. Lottery on her hand, all her dreams and all her plans. A baby changes everything. A baby changes everything.
Some of the darkest and saddest days this nation has ever known were during the Civil War, when North was divided against South and brother against brother. It was against the backdrop of this tumultuous historical drama that the famed American poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow wrote the words to I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. Today, some of the same questions occupy our minds that were asked by the people of the Civil War era. How can we sing of peace on earth and Goodwill toward men when hate is strong and mocks the song. The answer is found in a God who is not dead, nor does he sleep. He is in control and he will have the ultimate triumph, and the wrong shall fail and the right shall prevail. 
Jesus said, You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Although there seem to be endless wars, we trust in a God who never changes. He is the one who made peace with us through the blood of his Son, so that he might offer to us the gift of eternal life. And his song of peace keeps ringing and singing on its way. Of peace on earth. 